0: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Off The Map. Championships Day 1 is here, of course, we're racing at Randwick at time of recording. It's a soft six, uh, there's a bit of rain around to at least forecast for this evening though, Friday afternoon and Friday night. Lee Dalton, hello to you, we've got plenty to get through here but it's a really exciting card.
1: Good morning Brad, yeah terrific card, uh, 10 races and uh, it's a hard to find one that, that doesn't really enthuse uh, the race Race going at the moment, like that every race is deep and that it's good betting, and we, we, uh, we're forging ahead, which is the best part for all the participants. It's just really uh, giving everyone something to keep pushing towards, and yeah, racing's doing a terrific job at the moment.
0: Certainly, long mate, continue. All right, we won't, won't waste too much time and we'll get straight into it. Race one here for the two year olds, the kindergarten stakes. Rulership, uh, he's the firm favourite, rightly so. He certainly brings that A grade form. Where does he lob here?
1: I think just in behind the speed rulership, had a trial since the Blue Diamond, pulled up lane there, uh, started a $6.50 chance in the Blue Diamond. Uh, in the trial, they look to want to restrain rulership a little bit, which tells me they won't be contesting the lead here. it will be happy to slip in behind the speed runners, and there is some speed in this race via uh, Forbidden Love, Drawn 1, uh, Harmonium, the Stable Mate, and even the first start, a long weekend, I'd expect they'll be very, very positive... Uh, with Long Weekend in the early stages here. Uh, damage, we saw go forward last time, probably going to have to tuck in just behind them here, along with Never Ever River, but definitely a fast tempo, and I expect Rulership to fall in behind them, just running third, fourth.
0: And what does the map look like from Damage? They're, presumably they are positive from a what looks like a sticky draw on paper.
1: A little bit sticky. I think they will be positive for sure. Got the advantage of uh, James McDonald, of course, which does help. I've got a line of three pushing right forward there, uh, and I thought Damage could maybe be off, in an off-pace position, three wide with cover, or possibly if you have the stable mate, you settle a pair further back and just slide in behind the speed. But um, you've got James, so you've got, you've got a fair bit in your favour if you're a damaged
0: fan. And the last one we'll touch on from the race is the Kiwi, not an option. For those punters who, who haven't seen his New Zealand form, uh, he's generally a get-back, and I, I imagine he'll do, he'll do exactly the same from the wide draw.
1: From the wide draw in the trial here in Australia, says, yes, definitely go straight back. If we go back to uh, Not An Option's maiden win, it came over 800 metres. We don't see many of them here in Australia. Uh, and he actually showed plenty of speed that day from barrier one. But I think going forward, uh, Not An Option's going to be uh, your get-back run on type horse for sure. And definitely his career best run came in the Group 2 Eclipse when, oddly enough, was beaten at $1.80, but ran on really soundly weight. So I think Not An Option definitely go right back
0: here. Alright, moving across to the Carbine Club over the mile uh, I think a lot of punters out there have put a big circle around Reloaded as one of the best bets on the program and he does bring pretty strong form lines and the map just looks lovely for him.
1: It all looks perfect doesn't it? And you go back this prep uh, first up obviously an unsuitable distance in a BM88 then has contested Group 2, Group 1, Group 1 uh, Drawn Barrier 2 did get back last time from a good draw in the Rose Hill Guineas but go back to the Randwick Guineas before that Went forward from a wide barrier and led and stuck on and beaten 1.1 weeks. So, from barrier two here with Nash, it doesn't look a whole heap of speed. Like, I've got Entente leading from the Waterhouse box stable, but it's hardly a, a marked leader of theirs. Obviously, stepped up to the 1800 last time, was able to lead. In a lot of races at a mile, I probably would think Entente would struggle to lead, but with the limited tempo here, I think the lead will be there for the taking. Bowman will be positive on promotions. Come across and sit up outside the lead, and your next line's reloaded for sure.
0: Okay, and then you've got Grand Piano just stalking those.
1: Around about midfield for Grand Piano, good barrier, and got a, a positive sort of rider in Rachel King. I also thought around midfield we'd have the Gerald Ryan runner in Batiga, who's drawn uh, well, 13 of 13 first up at 1400, then went to Kembla with 62.5 kilos, drew 12 and 14. Now to the mile and drawn barrier five I think they'll just be, not intentionally Closer, but by default we'll just land That bit closer up in distance from a softer draw
0: Alright, the New Haven Park Country Championships final, of course I've seen all of the qualifiers, so I've got a good look At these horses in terms of, of Where they settle um, yeah, I think you can get lulled into thinking Big field, lots of speed here Obviously a a big race But when you break it down There isn't that many genuine front runners.
1: There's not, no, correct Brad, it's, it's a lack of speed and honestly if uh, my three leaders weren't drawn 19, 20 and 22 which they'll obviously come in after scratchings I could have gone as far as to make this a slow tempo but given the barriers they'll have to do a little bit of work to get across early of course those leaders are uh, Mag Lane who I expect to lead with the blinkers going on first time had a trial in the blinkers recently and was uh, right on speed there Two Big Farry who surprised me at Warwick Farm two back when was able to get across from Barrier 13 of 13. Uh, he'll be going forward and hit the target out wide as the other on pacer. My next line of horses, you've got Sneak Peek and El Mahaha, who are hardly stamped on paces here, so that sums up the bit of lack of tempo on paper here.
0: Alright, so the favourite in the race is Bobbing. Uh, we know he is very one-dimensional. They let him settle out the back and rush home, and I've spoken to you in the past about races with back markers in them, in terms of potentially suiting those horses so that get out the back because it opens itself up to those horses with the best turn of foot. Absolutely. I'm not sure he fits yes. into that category though, because he seems to be more of a a bit of a grinder and then he hits his top gear once he's clicked through. So what's a the scenario look like for him?
1: Look, he also comes into the race second up, which is a bit of a different um attack on things. He's got to go back from barrier seven and as you say, there's no two ways about it. I don't think it's going to be one of those. We see a lot of highways that are run at a high tempo and they're stretched out over 15, 20 lengths. They obviously won't be here, so bobbing's not going to be a million miles from the lead, but it's still going to take a fair bit to go right to run on from last in a race like this, I'd imagine, because the horses up near the speed in, like, two big flaring, they're good chances in this race, and they're not going to lay down. Um, like It's not like you've got 300 to 1 chances leading the race or anything.
0: Yeah. And Julian Rock, what do you think the tactics will be there? He's pretty versatile.
1: Very versatile. And I went back to Boxing Day at uh, Randwick over the 1300, drew wide there for apprentice Chris Williams and went straight back off the draw. Uh, And that was as good a winner as we've seen from Julian Rock. So, yes, did draw two last time in the, uh, the qualifier and was able to land in the perfect spot and get the perfect run. But I think Julian Rock's flexible enough to go back off barrier 16 and still be more than competitive
0: here. All right. Moving across to the Adrian Knox. The three year old fillies, of course, put their Oaks credentials on the line. Colette uh, has been really impressive in a couple of provincial wins. She's drawn a nice cosy gate. Can she be a, a little bit closer?
1: Oh, drawn perfect, Colette, here. And again, gets James McDonald as well, drawn barrier four. dropped back to the mile last time after winning the Class 1 over 1800 at Newcastle. Uh, over 1800 at Newcastle was in an off-pace position from a wide draw and then was allowed to slide forward. Last time at Kembler, mid-draw, got back a little bit. I'd say here, even with the fast tempo on paper, we're going to see Colette Ford of midfield for sure.
0: OK, and what about this uh, parody, the Victorian horse? Uh, obviously, a last-start stakes winner and was really impressive as well. Drawn a little bit sticky. Do they, do they roll the dice and slide forward? Although you did touch on uh, this could be a fast-run race.
1: It will, I think it will be a fast-run race. Obviously, take out Nimalee, who I've got there on pace, but Dorothy of Oz is going to work from the wide barrier to get across. Then you've got horses like Satin Rain, Cosmic Haze, Reddy's Girl. Uh, Sara D would now gain a start, I believe. So there's another on pace. Oh, no, sorry, it hasn't gained a start as yet, has it? Yes, it has. Uh, so there's plenty of horses there contesting the lead. Look... Bowman will be well aware of this, and uh, he'll just be trying to slot in forward of midfield with a little bit of cover, I'd imagine. And, um, yeah, had, didn't find the cover last time at Mooney Valley. That was a terrific win, as you touched on. Uh, did all the work and just kept running. So uh, she's shown there, that she's not one-dimensional and not afraid to ha-
0: have things done the hard way, Parade. Sure. Uh, and given that you've got it as a fast tempo, i uh, certainly encourage punters to maybe look for those horses that can, can really stay, because if it turns into a bit of a test, you might find something at, at a bit of odds, and it's a race that in the past has thrown up uh, a few horses at, at those juicy odds as well. It definitely can, yeah. The, the, this
1: race is often, especially when on, on wet tracks, can throw up a little bit of a uh, result from left of uh, field.
0: All right. Chairman's quality, uh, speaking of staying races, 2,600 metres, uh, some really fit horses line up here, and they'll have to be. How does the map look here? Because I think it's going to go a long way in terms of finding the winner.
1: I don't think they'll go overly hard We saw uh, the Kerry Parker Try and think it over Step to 2400 In the Mannion Cup And was And led there And Like beaten two links By a young rascal It's gone enormous So Why wouldn't you be positive here From a good draw You've got the same jockey Aboard today Think it over leads From Angel of Truth And you have to assume With the booking of Rachel King We see House of Cartier Go forward here From the wide barrier Also stepping up to 2400 So They're your speed runners Fairlight, who I've got Tucked in behind The leaders there probably just falls in behind them. Cariff can be that little bit closer without being right on pace, so I don't think it'll be an overly hard run race. Expect the chosen one a little bit closer than last time as well after being a change uh, to be ridden a little bit quieter in the Manion Cup. Barrier 4 and McDonald here, I'd imagine, will be forward of midfield without much doubt.
0: And what did you make of Gayatri? Is there a chance that she could slide forward? She's been in that spot before.
1: Yeah, she has. I just... I thought that the intention from Barrier 9 would be just to try and find that three-wide with cover around midfield. That would be the the aim there for Gayatri. They have been slower ran races when she's gone forward in the past.
0: Yeah, Okay. Fair enough. All right, the first group one of the days, the English size, 1,400 metres. Mamuragin here is a a really fascinating runner. He's obviously only had the two starts and ran a, a bottler there in the golden slipper. He just tucks in behind the speed, or does he take it up?
1: I did map Mamaragan leading the Slipper with Nashter on barrier one. I, I haven't got a golden Slipper ride in four years, so no surprise that Mamaragan was <laughs> back running fifth, sixth, once they settled down. Uh adds the speed to be right behind them here, but clearly there'll be no intent to lead. They'll let those horses from wide come across in Bartley, uh, Cultural Amnesia, Hollyfield, and Mamaragan just gets the perfect run behind the speed here, just needing to get away from those leaders on turning. That'll be the key to the race for Mamaragan nothing else will be an excuse from that draw.
0: And the speed looks pretty genuine?
1: Oh, definitely. With those ones that have got to push forward, all drawn wide, like Bartley drawn nine, Cultural amnesia, uh, 11, and Holyfield, who was so impressive last week at Rose Hill, drawn 13, they've got to be positive. And you'd even expect a horse like Prague, who wasn't able to get up where the band was playing in the Golden Slipper, uh, drawn wide here, you'd assume they've got to be reasonably positive early.
0: Yep, certainly. Alright, the Australian Derby now, average early tempo here. Doesn't look to be a, a stack of speed. This is probably one of the most fascinating rap, maps of the day and, and looking at yours here you've got Castelvecchia outside of the leader.
1: I've been a little bit adventurous here with the Athletic's tempo. Um no doubt at all Sacramento's our leader. Uh had to run at 2400 meters so that's the one thing sacramento's heart i'll probably try and make it a staying test but i don't think it'll be from the get-go i more envisaged it be from maybe the 1200 they get rolling on sacramento i didn't know what to sort of do with Castelvecchio. williams clearly has a key to Castelvecchio and was able to get uh, him out of the barriers last time and when they actually had gone about a furlong Castelvecchio was on the the back of the leaders so there's no reason here with James on, drawn barrier nine, he can't be ultra positive from the draw, come across, find his spot and then you'll have horses like Sherwood, Forest and Co. probably push on and once they settle down after they've gone maybe 600, Castelvecchio's running fourth, fifth, sixth. But in the early stages I think there'll be a bit of intent there to be really getting across and getting up on the speed early to find that position and not be giving away the huge starts that probably cost Castelvecchio a couple of times in a past life.
0: Speaking of tactics, Warning is a fascinating one because it's in his best interest to make the race obviously a genuine staying test. Do they go out with a really positive mindset from the outset or do you think they kind of just tuck in midfield and then maybe make a bit of an early move?
1: Well, I think James McDonald holds the the aces in regard to that because Castelvecchio's drawn 9, Warning's drawn 10. We did see Damien Oliver... Uh, bash warning straight forward in that Victoria Derby to offset the uh, the bias of the day yes, so that the speed right. is there the tactical speed's there but I, don't, I just think James will be aware of that and he'll be the one that will beat them to the punch there and, and find the spot first which will leave warning probably having to lob in a spot sort of midfield and, and maybe as you say make a move early but a lot of it depends In Castelvecchio They say no it's, we're, we're just going to Ride our race We'll just do our thing Well then that spot Opens up for warning To even be outside the lead Because I don't think Quick thinker Wants to take it up um, Went much better Last week When ridden away From the speed of fraction So Yeah it, It's going to be critical In those early stages And You've got Champion jockeys On both horses So it'll be very interesting
0: Alright well, we're, do, we're doing okay For time here We're only 14 minutes in So we're, we're ahead of schedule The <laughs> TJ Smith is the next race. This is a a cracking field. No surprises to see you've got Nature Strip leading. Vega Days coming across to sit outside of the lead. Um, How do you see them running this in the early stages? Because I think that first 300 metres is critical for Nature Strip just to be able to to click through his gears.
1: I think it'll be go, 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 early. Um, Look, if I hadn't have seen Vega Days do what Vega Days did last Saturday in the Star Kingdom, I wouldn't have had Vega Days anywhere near outside the lead. But... 1500 back to 1200 there And just came out on roller skates In addition to that gets Adam Hieronymus here So they're going to be ultra positive Expect Red Zell to be a lot more uh, Urgent in the early stages They're all going to be aware of nature Stripping the barrier So I don't see there being any loafing early on I know we've looked at these high quality Sprint races in the past and said Gee they'll fly here and then it turns out they actually don't But I'm I'm very confident
0: this will be A a Helter Skelter type setup early Okay and Bivouac Looking at the map, he looks to stand out there. He just lobs into a lovely spot just in behind the leaders, one out, one back.
1: Absolutely perfect run. You can imagine Bowman just smoking the pipe, letting them go, those, those leading trio if they want to, and maybe forcing Loving Gabby to go forward by holding his spot early and just camped off them, and as you say, in the absolute perfect spot.
0: Yeah, what do, you, what do you think they do on Loving Gabby from out there? Because it's a really tricky draw.
1: Well... Loving Gabby's won two group ones around Mooney Valley on both occasions, Williams Road and was very positive in the early stages. They were from barriers uh, two in the Manicardo and five in the William Road. This is obviously a different beast drawn thirteen, but yeah. gee, I don't I don't think you've got any choice. Like, I don't see the upside of going back and being back there with the exceedance because Loving Gabby is a different setup of a horse to exceedance and she's outside a comfort zone then and yeah, I I think it's a group one, you need to be positive and just hope that something might pan out for you in the early stages
0: Alright, the star Doncaster Mile uh, big field, as you'd expect from a Donny. Um, I guess similar to the country championships you kind of can be lulled into thinking capacity field, rich race a lot of speed but as we saw last year, that's not always the case when it was, was on speed dominated with Brutal and Dreamforce and maybe again this year
1: can't see them going too hard Quackerjack obviously drawn uh, down in barrier 1 Will look to control it But uh, look Isn't the sort of coming out of the barriers flying I, I, I think even Mark Newman Would prefer Quackerjack to draw barrier 13 Where Con has And work the way across But from 1 is most likely our leader From the Waterhouse runner Con to Patiro uh, They weren't hell-bent on leading on her last time out So that's probably not the the number 1 spot for her I think Holmesman goes forward here from a very wide draw. Uh, go back to the springtime, we saw Malum bounce uh, Holmesman out from barrier 13 or 15 around the valley and the sea and, and controlled the race. So expect very positive ride there. And then next in line, I've got the three-year-olds in Brandenburg and Super Seth. Seth, Seth I'm sorry, went back last time uh, when Drew wide in the, uh, the open race, so... Drawn Barrier 2 here, we have seen Super Seth lob right on the speed before and I expect that's where he'll be
0: tomorrow. Yeah, if you like the three-year-olds, it's a nice-looking map I think you'd be licking your lips if you fancy Brandenburg just tucking in uh, one out, one back and Super Seth just hugs the rails and, and just lobs into the box seat.
1: They get the perfect runs. Uh, look, other probably talking points could be, I thought today they might uh, be very positive on colding from the wide draw. Uh, go back to the Epsom in the spring, drew 12 of 19, a little bit different to this, and was ridden positively in winning. Obviously at 50.5 kilos there, has 57 today, but I think there'll be a positive mindset in the early stages, on am to try and get him back to that really good spring form that he showed.
0: And the other one that jumps out at me is, is Shared Ambition. Um, you've got it really using the draw. Yes,
1: yeah, so, look, if it had been last prep we would have said that Shared Ambition would be running uh, three quarters of the way back in this field, but even first up at Mooney Valley over the mile showed a lot more toe and early uh, early acceleration and i 've got no doubt that this is a different shared ambition we 're dealing with this preparation to what we saw in the first preparation in australia and I think uh, most of these trainers and connections of these imports will tell you that your horse can change so much prep one to prep two and uh, you really don't know what you're working with until into that second preparation and I'm sure now they know what they've got and there's a reason why we're seeing Sheridan Bishop line up in a Doncaster.
0: Yeah, for sure. Alright, really quick touch point on the last given Rubisaki is going to go around one of the shortest price favourites on the day. This is the PJ Bell. Uh, looking at the map, all of a sudden that $2 doesn't look quite so inviting.
1: Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Drawn Barrier 2, uh, we spoke about Cascadian last week in the last race. You said, a oh, bad draw for Cascadian. And I said, no, perfect draw. Get back, run on. Oh, well done. He brings on. that up now. Sorry?
0: I said, well done. You bring, bring that up now after it lobbed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well,
1: we've got to try something. But, yes, I, I've, I've always been in the boat of wanting back markers to be drawn out rather than drawn in. Just too much has to go right drawn in. And, yes... You have got Nash on Rubisaki, so potentially a little bit more positive early. But regardless, can't be any closer than midfield. I wouldn't have
0: thought. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, as far before I let you go, as far as the track goes, of course we're back to Randwick um, after racing on Rose Hill for the last few weeks. As far as a pattern here, have you got any gut feel?
1: I really don't. With the the, the way the tracks have been playing lately, it's been very difficult to uh, make any any calls on it. You'd have to say that we've had almost perfect weather to prepare a track at Randwood. We haven't raced there, obviously, for three weeks, yeah. we've had rain, we've had sunshine, so I think at this stage, until you see anything different, you can put faith in the Vesh and the team that this track's going to race really well over the, the championship weeks and the final week of the carnival, because everything's been in their favour. We obviously don't want rain on race day, that's when things get a little bit tricky, but. I'd imagine we'll be dealing with the the perfect Rambwick. Rambwick has really turned a corner in the last sort of six, nine months as well and, and raced so well, so I expect no changes there.
0: Yep, good call. We'll treat it as being a fair track until we see otherwise. Thank you for your time, Lee.
1: Absolutely. No worries. Thank you, Brad.